Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to The Art of Unraveling. I wanted to share a tip for you that has been really significant on my healing journey, especially in the last year and a half, I would say. It's really helped me move forward in my healing journey, and it's not what you think. It's not going to be what you think. It might even be counterintuitive to a lot of what you've heard, a lot of mindset stuff and all of that. And that was a world I lived in, too, for a very long time and still do. I'm not dissing any of that positivity or, you know, that kind of thing. It's like that there needs to be an element of that. But the thing that has really been a big shift for me is in recognizing how much suffering I've had. Now, you might be hearing that and going, ah, that's not what anybody tells us to do, Erin. You know, it's like, don't go there. Don't live in that place. And I'm not saying live in that place. I'm not saying every day feel the suffering that you've experienced and poor me and all of that, that's like a victim mentality. And we know that that's not helpful. And it's actually very, very destructive. So there's a time and a place, you know, maybe right after a certain trauma happened, or you're right in the middle of something tragic or really hard. There's a time and a place to feel that sadness of like, wow, this is like the absolute worst. But I'm talking about when we've had a lot of time in between our our issues and our life journeys. For me, what I've really realized, and this was brought about through deep therapy and deep healing work with different practitioners, that I've been through a lot of suffering in my life. And one thing that has helped me get by and help me succeed, so I'm not putting this aspect of myself down, but what has helped me succeed is to compartmentalize and go, okay, that happened. Now I need to move forward. Okay, that happened. Now just put it in the box in my brain that says, do not disturb, do not open under any circumstance and move forward. And I've done that time and time again. When I look back on my life in Los Angeles, there was so many things that happened. And just just a lot, a lot of things in my life, even recent things, where I just, I don't stop to realize like, ouch, that really hurt. Ouch, that was really intense. Sometimes in the past, I haven't told people things. I've just been like, I've got to figure this out and move on. And that was a coping mechanism. It was a trauma response. And I know a lot of us can relate to this where we we just stay really busy. We don't want to feel things because there's so much pain there that if I stopped and let myself experience those situations, who knows, you know, maybe I would have like shut down or wouldn't have been able to move forward. And so my coping mechanism was 
put that in a box, don't open it, just keep going. And I think that has been what has helped me get as far as I have in life and create a business and be somewhat successful, but it's not sustainable. And eventually I burnt myself out. Eventually I couldn't sustain the secrets. I couldn't sustain the pushing down and pretending like things hadn't happened. And my body started feeling the effects of that. And that's why I got chronic fatigue. And that's why I had the issues that I had. So there's that piece that we do when we've experienced a lot of trauma. We compartmentalize and move forward. But there's also something that we do when we've had a lot of trauma. And that is where we downplay our trauma. And so that is another you know, survival mechanism. And as somebody like myself who works with a lot of people that have been through some really devastating things in their lives, it's very easy for me to be like, well, that never happened to me, so mine must not be that bad. And we have this ability to downplay our suffering. And that's also not useful because it doesn't matter what other people's experience looked like. It matters how what you went through. And it's helpful. It's been helpful for me. And this is something you have to be careful about because, again, you could very easily slide into a victim mentality. But it's been helpful for me to recognize the amount of suffering that I have had and simultaneously to look around my life and find all the ways I have succeeded. Because if you're anything like me, you've got this voice in your head that goes, well, you're not as far along as those people. You haven't written that book yet. You haven't reached a level of success that you want to. You blah, 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 right? And there is no sugarcoating way to say this. Trauma thwarts our growth, okay? Especially if you had childhood trauma. It stunts you. It stunts you. And research shows it changes your brain. Childhood trauma changes your brain. And so people that have experienced childhood trauma and have CPTSD, they don't react to stress the way people that have not had trauma do. And this isn't like, okay, let's put ourselves in a camp of disabled people or anything like that. Like, I don't want you to go there. This is just a conversation to explain because, again, if you don't respond to stress well because you get really dysregulated because you experienced childhood trauma, then obviously life is it's always going to be giving us stressors, right? And so I know for myself, it takes me a longer time to come out of those things. It can really like put me in spaces where I have to almost spend a lot of time alone after a stressor or like not be able to work as much as I normally can because there's this like aftermath I have to kind of unravel for myself and that's getting better with all the nervous system work that I do. It's really because on a deep level like you you were not soothed by your parents. Right? So There is no understanding of yourself and the nervous system of how to self-soothe when things get upset in your life. 
And so that's the biggest piece you want to learn how to do. And my nervous system reset program is wonderful for that. It has tools up the wazoo to help you in self-soothing and reprogramming, resetting your nervous system. And what's cool about it is you get to keep it for life. So you can go back to it again and again. But it's just important to understand that from a deeper level that if you have childhood trauma, you don't have the ability to self-soothe and therefore life can be overwhelming. And I'm equating that to, you know, the times where I look at other people and go, they're so much farther along than I was at that age, or why haven't I gotten this piece done or figured out yet? And that that little inner critic or big inner critic can really start to rear its ugly head around all the places you feel like you failed or feel like you have been left behind or can't catch up or have been stuck in overwhelm and can't move forward. It's very, very, very easy to beat yourself up in those places. And so how do we counter that? How do we because if you've been through trauma, if you've had childhood trauma, and I, I keep saying childhood trauma, but that's where the research shows the most significant changes in the physical brain is in the childhood trauma because the brain is still developing. And if there's never a sense of regulation in the child's environment, or if a parent is threatening, mean, physically, mentally, emotionally, verbally abusive, sexually abusive, then that child's brain doesn't develop correctly because it's the brain and nervous system are connected to be in this state of fight or flight all the time. And so you've got all these chemicals flowing through your system every time you do that. And the brain can't develop in a healthy functioning way. So there's just pieces of, for lack of a better word, I like to explain things simply. I'm not super into the science of all of it, but I've read the books. That stuff just doesn't stick with me. But it's just like, it just doesn't fully develop in the right proper way, especially like the HPA access, like your hypothalamus access. That part, and it's connected to your adrenal glands. It's connected to different glands. So it's just your whole, your body's under stress. Like, let's just be real. Like, can I, let's think about it as an animal. Like, I, I watched this great show. If you don't watch it, check it out. It's on the Disney channel called Zen Dog. And I absolutely love this show. I love animals. And I've always watched Caesar Milan. And I just love how people can work with animals. And this guy, he helps these dogs that are traumatized. And he said 90% of aggression in dogs is because they're so scared that they lash out. They literally, it's like they're something in their, a switch in their brain shuts off and they can't. And what we would say is the logical part of the brain in humans shuts off. So it's like it's so connected to us. And that's why I think I'm so addicted to this show. It's like it, just the way he explains things is wonderful. Check it out. But it's like something in their brain just shuts off and they just see red. So we can get so scared. We can get so triggered in human language. We can get so triggered that that switch turns off and now I just see red and I'm reacting to everything around me and I'm screaming at people and my blood sugar is raised and cortisol is pumping through my system and I'm prepared to fight or flight and I have anxiety up the wazoo and, you know, so on and so forth. So our brains under trauma 
perform differently under childhood trauma. What, that's what we have to know about ourselves. We just have to know that it's a little different. Doesn't mean we're disabled. Doesn't mean we can't do things that other people that don't have childhood trauma can't. It just means things operate differently than the normal society for us. So we might not be as far along as other people in certain areas of our life, but that doesn't mean we can't get there. And so here's what I want you to do, and here's what's helped me going back to the beginning, like coming full circle now in this podcast, is understanding your trauma is really important. Understanding your suffering and actually being willing to say, you know what, I have been through a freaking lot. And maybe you have childhood trauma, maybe you don't, but everybody has stuff, okay? I have been through so much. And let yourself feel the capacity of that. Again, not going to a victim place like, poor me, I'll never make it. This is terrible. My life's ruined because of this. No, that's playing the victim, not useful. But feel the capacity, feel the weight of that suffering that you've experienced. Look over the however many years you've been alive and just feel the weight of all that suffering just for a moment recognize it, recognize the implications of it. And then just do that for a moment. And then I want you to look around your life. Take out a pen and a piece of paper. And I want you to look around your life. Look around the space you're in. Think back to things you've done up until now. And think about all the things you've created in spite of that adversity. So examples for me are I graduated from college in four years. I have traveled the world. I take care of two cats. I have a loving relationship with a wonderful person. I was able to buy a house in my late 30s. So I was a little bit further behind than others, but I was able to buy a house. And that was a really huge, fundamental, monumental moment for me. It's like, holy crap, I just did this. There was like this little childlike part of me that's always kind of been alive that just is like, when I do really big things, it's like, whoa, (laughs) like, because that's because of the trauma, right? There's a part of me that's, that's childlike that just doesn't like, whoa, we just did that. Okay. I mean, there's so many things. I created a business. Hello. (laughs) Right. I created a business. I help other people through my work. I've been able to be in business for myself since 2010. It hasn't always been roses and sunshine. It's not always been profitable, especially in the beginning, but I made it work just doing work that I love for myself since 2010. That's a long time. I get up in the morning and I take care of myself. I, you know, I brush my teeth. I take care of my body. I move my body. I work out. Like, I want you to think on the, like, on the most basic level too. Like I said, I take care of two cats. Hey, that's something. We've got to start looking at all the things that are working in our life, all the things we are doing, so that that inner critic that wants to feed you all the shit that you're not doing, all the ways you're not succeeding in life, can start to quiet down. And it doesn't quiet down by being like, shut up, I don't want to hear you right now. That doesn't work. Or I'm not listening, I'm not listening, I'm not listening. It starts to get quieter with evidence. I hear you. I see where you're coming from. I see that you've been a driving force in helping me succeed in life. And I think there's better ways to go about this because you've also simultaneously burned me out. That was a lot of 
striving energy that added to dysregulation. And let's look at all these ways that I have succeeded in spite of all the trauma, all of the adversity that I've faced in my life. That's like a little verbiage you could say to that part of yourself. We never want to come at any part of ourselves with anger. Unless we're doing a specific exercise that I do with clients, I cannot do that on a podcast because it's quite intense. It's quite verbally intense. Okay, so there are some ways we can come at certain parts that are not helpful, that are actually abusive to us in a certain way. And that's something that I do with private clients. But generally speaking, we never want to come at anything, any part of ourselves from a place of anger, resentment, frustration, rage, like get out of here. You don't belong here. Right. Generally speaking. But we want to recognize abuse when it is abuse, like telling yourself you're a failure, telling yourself you're disgusting. That's abuse. Call yourself out. Call that part out. That is abusive language. And I refuse to stand for that. Look at all these things I have done. Look at all these ways I have been successful. And I almost have tears saying this because it's so important to grasp for yourself, to grasp your suffering. It's like the yin and the yang. It's the dark and the light. We can't just focus on the light, you guys. I tried that for so long and I bypassed so much. And that was fine. That's where I needed to be then. But in the last year and a half, two years, I've gone so deep into the dark depths and I'm coming out with so much freedom, so much clarity. It's absolutely beautiful. And so the darkness is the the suffering you've experienced. And to say, oh, mine's not as bad as so-and-so's. There's people that have had it way worse than me. Stop downplaying it. That's not useful. That's bypassing. That's a trauma response, in fact. Own it, recognize it, recognize your suffering, and then say, and look what I have done in spite of that. When you start focusing that way, watch how things in your life start to shift because you're no longer downplaying yourself, downplaying your story, downplaying your energy, and things are just going to shift in your life. I promise. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you want any extra support in any of this, you can reach out to me. You can find me at Pure Light Healing on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also email me at thesensitiveceo at gmail.com. I do one-on-one work with people, and I have my nervous system reset program. If you want to really dive into healing the nervous system in a deep, deep way with tools that you can have for lifetime, you get the program for life then that's really the place to go for you. If you want some real more intimate ways of working with me in unraveling really specific things and moving forward in in your life in big ways, then there's that option too. So I thank you for listening. I thank you for being here. I thank you for sharing this with your friends, family, and social media. We want to get this podcast out into the world to more people. And I hope that this served you today. Keep shining that light. Keep moving forward. Keep healing. Keep rising. We'll see you next time. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.